0: 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years. We've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
2: It's Monday, May 4th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is your daily coronavirus update. The nursing home industry is pushing for immunity from lawsuits during the COVID-19 outbreak. Nursing homes care for some of the most vulnerable and at-risk people during the outbreak, and have also seen nearly 12,000 deaths at these long-term care facilities. So far, at least six states have granted immunity from coronavirus lawsuits, and six others have given immunity to healthcare providers, which could include nursing homes. The fear is that immunity will increase neglect and abuse in some of these facilities because now they are not liable. Laura Strickler, investigative reporter at NBC News, joins us for nursing home immunity during coronavirus. Thanks for joining us, Laura. Thanks for having me. I wanted to talk about nursing homes amid this coronavirus pandemic that we're having. Nursing homes, uh, I mean, one of the major uh, first outbreaks that happened in Washington was in a nursing home. And and I know, uh, you know, uh, residents of these places are uh, at greater risk for contracting COVID-19. And, uh, you know, the nursing homes also have kind of this history of uh, either neglect or, you know, not being the best of facilities sometimes. So there's a lot that is all wrapped up into this. But right now, the nursing home industry is pushing for immunity from lawsuits during this emergency that we're going through there, there, uh, I guess it's for either, um, the owners of the nursing homes and even for the workers themselves there. Laura, tell us a little bit more about this.
3: Yeah. So what we found is we took a look at, uh, states around the country, we found six states where the governors or the legislatures had taken, um, specific steps to immunize the nursing home industry from lawsuits. We found six other states where they named healthcare providers and nursing homes would probably fall under that. So basically the nursing homes are saying, you know, we're, we're fighting a disaster here. It's, it's moving quickly. We don't want to have an additional threat of litigation for small things hanging over our heads. Um, and you know they' they're asking the federal government can we have more personal protective gear? Um, can we get more testing um, of our employees so we can make sure that we're keeping our, our residents safe? Um, but this raises a lot of concerns for families who have who are unable to see their family members inside nursing homes because, there, you know, there are no visitors allowed, as you know. Um, And then also, we don't, we're not having as many inspections of nursing homes right now, um, because of obvious issues with coronavirus. And also the ombudsman, these are people in each state who are, you know, allowed to go into nursing homes and, and be the eyes and ears and, and do, you know, the kind of oversight that's needed, they are also not allowed inside. So you have a lot of families saying we're being kept in the dark. We don't know what's happening in there. And then this additional lever of accountability is being removed by, you know, preventing lawsuits.
2: And and then you hear horror stories like the one in New Jersey where there was 17 bodies in this makeshift morgue. Um, You know, that nursing home is under investigation by the state attorney general there. Uh, And and that's just unfortunate to hear those things. And, you know, there's about 70% of the nation's uh, more than 15,000 nursing homes are run by for-profit companies. So this adds a layer, you know, if they're making all this money, uh, presumably, uh, you know, there should be a lot of accountability and there should be uh, a way for uh, uh, people who have loved ones in there uh, to to know more about what's going on there. Uh, So what states do we have on the books that have laws like this right now?
3: So we have uh, Massachusetts, New York. Ah, uh, Florida is considering it. Um, Connecticut has looked into it. Um, and some of the other states are um, in the process of finalizing their their immunity protections. but i think I think you raise a really important point that, you know, some of these families are being kept in the dark. Um, and I will tell you, as soon as we started, NBC started reporting on how many outbreaks there were in nursing homes around the country and how many, deaths there had been in nursing homes. My inbox started filling up with families saying, you know, I didn't know that um, there were any cases in the facility where my loved one is at. Um, I was concerned, um, and I started asking questions, and then I come to find out in the news that there's 20, 25 cases in there. Um, so that that really is of great concern. Now, the, the federal government has said they are now going to start tracking um, the number of deaths and the number of cases in nursing homes and that where the outbreaks are located. They said that last week. They said they were going to roll out some new reporting this week, um, so that people could look up. You know, is my loved one in a home with uh, coronavirus? In case that facility was not being forthcoming, that still has not has not surfaced.
2: Yeah, I mean, right now, just by some some of our latest counts. There's about 12,000 people have died at nursing homes and that number can change pretty rapidly. But two questions that I had about this, because, you know, they're, they're giving these nursing homes immunity. And what I was looking at uh, from your reporting here is that, you know, so they're trying to lower the bar things uh, known as general negligence. People could still do lawsuits for gross negligence. So I had a question though, but what does general negligence mean? And then also on the record keeping a uh, record keeping, because, they're saying that they uh, some of these places don't have to keep records. What kind of records are we talking about?
3: One of the concerns is that the um, there's a lower bar of negligence, um, and then there's what's known, as you said, as gross negligence, which is extreme neglect. So what the industry is saying is that extreme neglect would still be allowed in court. But some of those lawyers who would be fighting those lawsuits are saying, "Yeah, but that's a, you know it's a higher bar. It would be." It would be an extra argument we would have to make. And the judge may say, you know, this doesn't meet the doesn't meet the standard. Um, And some of the documentation uh, that's really critical are things like handwashing or, you know, it is valid to say that the nursing home industry is heavily regulated. So pretty much any time a staffer has an interaction with a resident, there has to be some documentation. And so what the industry is saying is, look, if you have, you know, maybe some staff are out sick. And you're going from room to room um, and you need to to move quickly to see as many patients as possible. You know, stopping to document everything that you do along the way. Is it is it causing you to to overlook some critical things on your job? Um, You know, there's always the flip side of that, which says, you know, if if the state wants to come in later and check out, you know, what did this nursing home actually do when nobody was looking and no one was in here? Um, there won't be as much documentation to go back and look at.
2: Right. And that's, right. And that, I mean, right away, I'm just hearing that that could be a tricky issue right away. Because if something does happen and they're not keeping those records, yeah, it's going to be much more difficult to hold them accountable, whether it's the worker or something more systematic there. So right away, you can see some problems running into that with, you know, lax record keeping uh, rules.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that, that really is the concern of some of these. Um, nursing home resident advocates who are saying, you know, at, right now it feel, it's starting to feel like nursing homes are a bit of a black box. And wh- one thing to keep in mind is that there are nursing, you know, nursing homes are, are ranked by the federal government one star to five star. Um, so there are, there is a certain group of, of nursing homes that were already challenged going into this pandemic. The one star facilities Um, there's, you know, more than 500, 600 homes that are on a federal watch list. Um, So we're in the process of going through those to see, you know, how do they stack up in terms of the outbreaks that they're having, or are they not having any outbreaks at all? Um, So the one to five star structure tells you often, you know, if you're in a five star facility, you're probably going to get better care. So we've been spending our time focused on some of those one star facilities.
2: We all often look to New York throughout this just because they kind of are this epicenter here for the United States. And I know the, uh, New York is one of the states that have granted immunity to nursing homes. But how, So how are they uh, going with this? I know the governor signed all this, uh, issued an executive order in March, providing some broad immunity and civil liability for nurses and doctors and healthcare facilities. How have they been approaching all of this?
3: there's a very strong push in the state of New York by the nursing home industry, um, which as you said before, is made up of both for-profit and nonprofit providers. Um, and they pushed very hard to get this fairly early because I think they saw the writing on the wall, the speed with which the pandemic was progressing in New York. Um, and they moved very quickly to not just get, um, as you said, uh, Immunity for healthcare providers, but also specifically in in the in the language for nursing home providers, for the doctors who work there, the nurses, um, any level of staff. Um, and I think that there are, um, you know, once this comes to a close or, you know, the next chapter of this, when people begin to look back in New York and see what actually happened in those nursing homes, there's going to be a lot of questions. I have a number of people who've contacted me from New York nursing homes, uh, both staff as well as um, family members who are concerned about their loved ones. So there's going to be a lot of after-action assessment of what happened.
2: Have we seen a lot of lawsuits already that are coronavirus related uh, with regards to nursing homes? I I know we're kind of still going through this and, you know, there could be a lot longer before we get all through this, but have we begun to see any action like that yet?
3: We've begun to see some, but basically like, you know, I was even looking back at a a nursing home lawsuit that was uh, filed in, in December for a separate issue. And basically the courts have pretty much ground to a halt because you can't serve anyone with a um, a lawsuit right now. You know, this, the, the people who actually go out there and serve lawsuits, they're not working. So everything has pretty much been ground to a halt. Um, I think once the courts open back up, you're going to see a flood of claims that are going to be coming in from around the country.
2: Well, we'll have to keep uh, an eye out on this. I mean, as I mentioned before, this is uh, these are locations where some of our most vulnerable citizens are, are cared for. And um, I, obviously, you know, we want to protect the people that are working there and, and, and trying their hardest, too. But at the same time, it is a balance. You know, you don't want anybody to fall through the cracks and and have these hot spots and outbreaks that that pop up like that. So we'll definitely have to keep an eye out. Laura Strickler, investigative reporter at NBC News. Thank you very much for joining us.
3: Thank you for having me.
2: I'm Oscar Ramirez and this has been your daily coronavirus update. Don't forget that for today's big news stories you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat balancing glucose levels and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula.